You're such an asshole. Good morning, children. Uh, we'll try not to curse on this one because I do want this to get out there. Again, not so it gets monetized. I ju it just needs, guys, needs to get out there. Um, <clears throat> but I wrote a book called The Book of Numbers, and the numbers were shocking. As the subtitle is called Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women, because truthfully, there's no larger single expenditure men will expend their time, money, and resources on than the pursuit of women. And as an economist, I said, well, has anyone done a cost-benefit analysis on this? And no, because we want the the vagine because we with that's what you're programmed your gene and i could i could say hey there's a 50% chance you'll end in divorce and 80% chance you'll end in, in miserable marriage you guys will still propose you still will fascinating insight into the power of uh, human biological programming and evolution <clears throat> but among all the other studies and research and data that i many of which the data and figures i would even i pessimistic, misanthropic, angry, yelling at the world, Cappy. Oh, my. Oh, no, no. Oh, hell no. you got to be kidding me. And uh, it's one of these, uh, one of these statistics we're going to go over. And uh, one of the problems that I faced with the book is there were like at least, there had to be 50 calculations, well over 100 statistics that all went into this actuarial statistical analysis of calculating the ROI of the pursuit of women. But in pursuing the larger presentation of that, like here it is. And we I approach it in a very logical, mathematical, financial, economic manner. There were so many, the, the individual statistics or the data or the researchers or the study were so interesting and compelling and told you so much on their own. But unless I wanted an 800 page book, I could have delved into them, but this is one I gotta, I gotta, I really have to address this guys, because you guys are, you're, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Only some older people are going to get that one. <clears throat> one of my heroes in fiction, by the way. Uh, and What's the life goal of an economist? Well, I thought it was to get rich, but now I'm like, uh, to prevent you people from wasting your time? And so this is what I want to talk about here. This is from Bustle, which I know it's not exactly peer-reviewed research, but neither is the peer-reviewed stuff. Here's how many hours we really spend on dating app apps per week versus what experts, experts recommend. Here, here come the social scientists. Here comes the short bus known as the social side uh, experts. <clears throat> There's online dating experts. Trying to fund the one on a dating app can take some serious time and effort. How much time you ask. It might surprise you to find out that millennials spend 10 hours a week on dating apps. According to a new survey, you are spending a quarter of your time that you do at a full-time job on a dating app or dating sites. <clears throat> but do we really need that much time to be successful? Let me guess. Your ha 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 sexperts will tell us. Ha ha ha. Dating app Badoo. That's a new one. Uh, recently surveyed its database of 370 million users worldwide to discover how much time people really dedicate to dating apps. On average, people spend about 90 minutes a 
90 minutes a day online dating, and men tend to spend more time swiping on apps than women do 85 minutes versus 79 minutes a day. Well, how'd you get up to the 90 minutes? Oh, I bet you there's some people that skewed the average. I bet you're doing a mean average or not a median average. Okay, so when you okay, I see I see what I see the statistical anomaly there. I I'll read through the rest of the article uh, for S's and G's. But this is the main point. Let's just cut to the chase. 85 minutes a day. 80 effing five minutes a day on a dating app. Now, <clears throat> if you told me the average guy was getting a date a day, like there was some actual production and progress involved, like there was some tangible results, I believe it. But you all know it, and I know the numbers and the data, and we're going to talk about it. You are not getting your, the juice is not coming out of that apple you're trying to squeeze. It is just not there. And so I want to convey this to the men, because I'll get it. My next video, you'll see a comment. We're going to find out why Aaron doesn't bother talking to girls or trying to convey... Well, I just don't give advice to women. I, I guess that's the best way to put it. But there's, but you men might listen. You might, you might. There's a shot I could, I could. You might lend me your ear. But guys, eighty-five minutes a day. That hang on, let me do the math. Uh, let's let's just call that one point five divided by six. Uh, not six. Yeah, sixteen. Because you got to sleep eight hours. I'm doing it right. Okay, that's ten percent of your waking hours. Gone. And let's just assume, by the way, your your success with online dating will be nothing. It's nothing. It's zero. It's effectively zero. It's approaching zero. It's theoretically, asymptotically approaching the chances of zero. Yes, yes. I know there's some of you that get some online date. I Yes, I know. Even one of them resulted in your peen being touched. Oh, my goodness. That one. The legend of, of, of John, the guy who got his peen touched. They'll sing. They'll sing a uh, you know a ballad. They'll make a ballad about you. Oh, there was the guy who went on dating. His name was John the Peen. And after a billion girls on the internet, he did screen. And then he won on ten dates. And ten dates stood up later. He went back home and did not do the master. <coughs> ah, hey, <coughs> Google editors, <coughs> Bader. John, the magic man who had his peen touched. Oh, man, he had so much, much, much luck. And, and, and that one guy of the million had his peen touched through online dating. They made a song. They sang around the campfires. And, oh, was it legend? Was it truth? Was it myth? Who knows? Goes in the lexicon of American culture. You're going to have no success online day. None. I'm going to make some exceptions and caveats later. But right now, your average guy out there, and that's who I'm speaking to, American Average Joe, there is no progress, no production, nothing comes of online dating. Nothing. Effectively nothing. Yet here you guys are spending 10% of your waking. This ain't even your free time. You want more? Well, Cappy to do some more economics? Well, hey, Cappy, do some economics. All right, I will. All right, so you got to sleep eight hours a day, but there's an hour before and an hour after. You got to wake up and get ready and then get ready to go back to bed. So you really only have 14 hours a day. All right, so let's say 14 times seven days a week. All right, 90. But 
hey, 98 hours, uh, you got to work, don't you? So let's subtract out eh, 50 on, on the low end estimate because what do you got to do, boys and girls? Oh, y'all got to commute because boomers. So minus 50, that leaves you 48 hours per week. Now, if we do it because this is, if you're working and slaving away, that's not living life. I want to know what percent of your free life you're working. You got 48 hours a week of free life. So you spend an hour and a half every day times seven. Okay, that's 10 out 10.5 hours divided by 48 hours a week. Over one-fifth, 22% of your time. One in five hours of your free time is wasted. Not chasing tail. That indicates you might catch it. You are wasting a fifth of the only thing that matters. The 20% of the most important thing in your life, your free effing time is wasted. Maybe she'll go out with me. Maybe she'll go out with me. Maybe she'll go out. Well, I don't like that one. Maybe she'll go out with me. Guys, knock it off. Just stop. And, and oh, Oh, Aaron, you write this funny book, analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. I am deadly serious when I say this, okay? I should be put up for a Nobel Prize in economics for the research I did. And the reason why has nothing to do with the edginess of the content. It's that I directly address the number one thing in economics, and that is production. And without going into a long and belabored explanation, female youth and beauty is the fuel that drives the economy. And men are the economic engines that produce nearly everything in the economy, nearly anything that counts. Oh, I know Tina, the social worker, babysitting a bunch of rejected, broken home family kids. I'm sure she got paid a salary and I'm sure that counts in the GDP figures. That's not real economic production, right? But when I have just proven very quickly that 20% of your free time and now I'd have to do it based on labor and all that to say what percent of GDP. But there is an inordinate. This is probably the largest efficiency loss in the first world right here. And that is you men doing online dating. How many literally hundreds of billions, arguably even tr- certainly over years, guarantee you this as an economist. I can guarantee you if men stopped going online dating. And you went out and just, I don't know, worked a part-time job, improved yourself, getting your CPA or certifications on, you know, maybe you just joined the National Reserves. You essentially have a part-time job here (laughs) with no results at the end, no production at the end. If you took that time instead and did something economically productive with it, we could probably, we could make a real serious dent. In the financial deficit, we could take a good crack at the federal debt. We could drastically improve uh, the United States economic economy and finances. Just a mass and show you not how arrogant cocky I am, but how confident I am. Unless unless there's some other amazing economic research going on, I have addressed the single largest factor facing the global economy right here. Now. If you've read the book description to the book of numbers, you'll know that I have no delusions (laughs) about getting uh, nominated for the Nobel Prize in economics or the Clark Medal. And frankly, if I was given either, I'd throw it right back in those commies faces because those those medals, those those words mean nothing. Words mean nothing, by the way, if you were wondering, they don't mean anything. They're not post-boomer. It doesn't mean anything. 
We like you the most, so we could have give you this prize. Yeah, but that person like cured cancer. But he's he's conservative. We can't give it to him. And he's male. It's only women this year because diversity is so important. <clears throat> but I am speaking to the people that matter. Screw the Nobel Prize Commission or committee or whoever heads that up over in Sweden. I don't care. Guys. I'm trying to have it so you get 22% more free time in your life. Oh, I understand you're on the toilet. You're stuck in line. Sure. Why the heck not? It's entertaining. I get that. But 85 minutes a day, 85 minutes a day. You're not on the toilet that long. You got a very weird diet. And so what I'm asking all men to do, and we'll get to the exceptions and the caveats later, is just stop online dating. Just stop it. There is no reason. And and let's go through the statistics. If you don't believe me, you go ahead, get the book of numbers, link down below. But let, I'm just going to, this is one of three types of studies. There's probably been four or five more that have come out since, because they're, they're popping up quite regularly. But basically, men are reporting, they're doing, they're on a dating app. The data is there. They're re- collecting and recording the data. And now they're starting to throw up some statistics. Well, here it is. This is uh, titled, 117 days of my Tinder profile. This is written by Braden Gerard. Oh, not shocking. He has a degree in data science and economics. I, not shocking at all. So, uh, and you can look this up. It's called towardsdatascience.com. I think if you just search 117 days on Tinder, you'll find it. But, and then he, he does a, a very nice job doing all the statistics and data and charts. But the main one, is here where it looks like a tree diagram. It all branches out. And on the left side, has all of his matches. Now, he clicked on, I think, 16,000, if I remember, because this was part of my research and data. <clears throat> Four months ago, um, he's he's about an eight. He's a good-looking guy. Right. Oh, here he is. 16,561 swipes. 16,561 swipes over four months. The swiping alone is going to take you half an hour of your day. And so he tracked it, ba-da-da, very good math, very good uh, methodology. So out of 16,500 and odd swipes, guess how many matches? Now guess, go ahead, guess. I know I can't hear you. 290. (laughs) Now, I don't know. Let's, 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 just, let's just humor. Because this is why I wrote the book of numbers. So we apply numbers. I want to present numbers to you men so you see it. Men's brains react differently to numbers. Like, whoa, it's that bad? Yeah, it's that bad. So let's do a 290 divided by 16,500. 1.7%. <laughs> 1.7%. Got a match. Now. Uh, he, if I read this chart correctly, yes, I think I am. Out of the 290, he did not respond to 191 of them. Well, Aaron, why would he not respond to 191 of them? Well, because if you do the math, that means 66% of them he was not physically attracted to. Two-thirds of the women did not meet men's beauty standards. And I don't know what else you can assess online with a Tinder profile. 
But right off the bat, two-thirds of women are not physically attractive. And this corroborates with the data that I calculated for the book of numbers where basically 60% of both men and women, both, <clears throat> but women, are overweight. Oh, re hey, go to the read department. The read department is down over there by Karen with her master's in diversity and SJW victimhood, woe is me studies. Go talk to Karen over there. We don't, we don't do the re here. Because men, I don't care what they say, men want a thin, svelte woman. That's what they want. They, they want physical beauty. <clears throat> so right off the bat, you, all your two-thirds of your matches are going to be gone because you're not going to be attracted to him. Well, why do you swipe right? Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe he just randomly did it. I'd have to ask him about his methodology. All right, so we have uh, basically 100 matches left. He sent <clears throat> 99 messages out. 31 never replied, 56 replied, and then he never replied for 12 of them, all right? So now what that basically says is out of the 99, out of the 100 roughly, 56 responded. 40 of the 56, still about 90%, 80%, stopped replying to him. 11 kept re responding, and he stopped replying to five of them. Now he's down to 11, 11 people that there's been a bit of conversation. He was like, whoa, he weeded out the weird. There we go. And so there's 11, 11 conversation, things go on. He's made it through all these trials and stages. It's like the guys in the Lord of the Rings trial and tribulate finally get to the volcano. And you think, well, 11, he just vetted it out. How many did he end up on a date with? Three. Eight never, never, they, he, could, he could only pull 30, 25% into the real world. That's whittling it down. So out of 100 matches, three will end up in a date. And this is not the way you're going to actually like the girl or if she looks anything like her pictures. Guys. And this guy's an eight. Here's a picture. He went online. He got his rating. <clears throat> this guy's an eight. Guys, the amount of time this man spent swiping, interacting, messaging, hemming, hawing, coming up with, spending the, the, the creative juices to come up with this idea. What do I say? How do I be witty? Da, 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 da. And he gets three dates. This is not worth 22% over one-fifth of your free time. There is so much more important stuff to do in life. <clears throat> it, it, I really watch porn. I mean, I mean, that is how much of a waste of time online dating is. There is, there is, I can't think of anything unless it actually hurts you that would not be better than online dating. Like, you know, obviously don't do drugs, right? But nearly Everything in the world is a better expenditure of your time than online dating. Calling your mom. Yes, mom. Yes, I know. I love you too. No, mom. I, I, no, I did brush my teeth, mom. I'm 45 years old. I know I brushed my teeth. Well, I'm using this kind of toothpaste. That is better than online dating. Going to church. Even going to synagogue, going to, to mosque, going any religion, does it matter, is better expenditure. Because at least it's a spiritual thing. You should say, like, hey, don't do bad things. All right. I won't. Hey, how you doing, Bob? 
Yeah, the rabbi did have a good sermon. What do they call is is it, is it a sermon over in the Jewish faith? I don't know. <clears throat> Anything. All right. So this guy was an eight. <laughs> he was an eight. <laughs> and you dopes, you're all fives. Everyone, not everybody. You know, Bell distribution. Everyone, every guy's a five. So as an economist, guys, please just 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 forward this. Send it to some economics. Oh, they'll probably throw it away. Stop wasting your precious time. And here's the key reason why, guys, is as an economist, I know this. The only thing you got is time. It's the only thing you got. All right? And you got to convert that to something else. Now, it could be experiences. It could be your career. It could be um, improvement as your own man. It could be intellectual endeavors. It could be entrepreneurial. And I mean, again, you literally could jerk off to porn and, and this would, it would be a better use of your time. But <clears throat> the argument I'm going to make now, and you will read this in the last chapter of my book, the book of numbers, the link is down below, but I might also recommend this gentleman's book, Rich Cooper, Unplugged Alpha, because he's, uh, <clears throat> he goes through it in his uh, book as well. But with 90 minutes a day, guys, you can improve yourself as a man so drastically. 90 minutes a day at the gym, cardio weights, cardio weights, cardio weights, rest. Uh, reading philosophy. I binge on podcasts while I'm working out. 90, you get a master's degree, even for intellectual purposes. You don't have to get it for, for, for money. Hiking, kayaking experiencing life and you say but then i won't get the girls you're not getting the girls anyway and so if you take this precious 90 minutes a day and instead of doing the, okay you're on the toilet i get sure blind squirrel acorn fine that girl might actually swipe 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 swipe, swipe. all right fine fine <clears throat> but for the remaining i don't know how long it takes you to poo but let's say for the remaining 80 minutes a day go do something else most of you guys can lose weight. Go for a walk. Go write a book. Go work out. Go improve yourself as a man. And what you're going to find is not only do you have something tangible and, and something you could be proud of, take pride in the fact, oh, I got my, I bench press, I bench press my own weight for the first time, or I lost 20 pounds, or I lowered my cholesterol, or uh, <coughs> I ran the first mile without dying. Um, I, I've discovered this new, I made my first souffle. Uh, you're, you're, you're pursuing cooking. You will realize, oh my gosh, my life is so much better and richer. And all it cost me was nothing. Cause there's nothing in online dating, nothing Not for the average man. Now the final conclusion, but this is old hat, but if you're new, let me introduce it to you. Younger, newer people here. In going and improving yourself as a man, you get a better education, you get your certifications, you work out, you, you, you develop hobbies and crafts and skills. You're a mechanic. You, you make wood furniture. Whatever it is, you improve yourself as a man. You know who likes improved men? Women. Now, we go to another study. Um, <clears throat> it's been replicated or seen. This phenomenon has been seen in other studies before. But okay, Cupid, I believe it was, or maybe it was Tinder showed that 80% of the women are really only interested in 20% of the guys, right? And you can complain about how unfair that is. It doesn't matter. It is what it is, all right? 80% of the women are only interested in 20% of the guys. 
Well, if you work out, if you if you stop, which by the way, doesn't increase your muscle mass. You set that down and then you go work out and then you go join a club, like not a, a social club, but a, a kayaking club or a rock climbing club. You will improve yourself as a man. You might meet some interesting gals out there and you do way more exponentially. I would almost say infinitely more because I don't consider three dates out of 16,000 even be a number. I don't even consider it above zero. It's zero because what percent of those three dates ended up in anything like serious or like gabbing about herself and her ex-husband and the kid she failed to mention and why she's 50 pounds heavier than the picture she showed. (laughs) You, there is no opportunity cost. You're not missing anything. But then in the ironic sense, if you stop effing around on the internet with online dating, I don't care what app, I don't care what thing. And you invest that into yourself and you improve yourself as a man. And then you put out like a really, and, and by the way, it's not in my book. By the way, buy my book before you buy Rich Cooper's book. I mean, let's be, he's Canadian. I mean, how good can it possibly be? Uh, but Rich goes through because everything's moving online dating. It creates a paradox. Well, you have to be online to date, especially during the great and merciful uh, sickness. Uh, he goes through some very basic one-on-one pointers about putting together an online dating profile, but not until you first abandon online dating, improve yourself as a man. I agree with Rich. If you're a six or below, don't even bother dating. You're not, you're not in the top 20%. Get yourself to the top 20%. Then revisit online dating, may put together a very well polished profile, but you never spend 85 minutes a day on online date. Never. Never. You check in. Oh, any catches today? Boom. And there's more. You know, how do you interact with messages? That's that's beyond the scope of this, this uh, video. <clears throat> My main point, though, gentlemen, is that there is no reason 80% of you need to be in the top 20% before you even consider online dating. And for all of you that are 7.9 and below, I know that's being technical. You're just wasting your time. Heck, this guy was an eight and got three out of 16,000. Do you value yourself? Do you value the fact you're finite and you're conscious and you're watching this video and I, hi. Or, or are you just like going through, oh, I don't really exist. Because the day's coming, it will be over. And you'll be on your deathbed and you'll be like, I can't believe how much money I pissed away on online. Day. I mean, it is going to be the worst waste of your time and, and, and effort. And you say, I wish I would have done absolutely. I mean, really, you'll be lying there on your deathbed. Well, if I had to be honest about it, I wish I did jerk off to more internet porn than I did on online dating. I think I would have gotten something out of it. But I think you should maybe aim for more lofty goals like physique, education, philosophy. And then in my book, in the last chapter I go through, I think, nine different fields of excellence a man can pursue, but you got to get the book to read that up. But for here and now, please, men, girls too, but like I said, watch the next video to find out why I don't try and give women advice. Men, stop online dating. Just stop it. It is the biggest way. Okay, it's probably the third biggest waste of your time behind K through 12 mandatory education. And most of you still get worthless degrees, your liberal arts degrees, your social science degrees. So those are the two technical biggest time wasters, but you guys won't listen to me on that either. But the third biggest expenditure 
of time is this online dating. That is, that is just the, easily the third biggest expenditure of your, of your free time. So stop doing it. <clears throat> All right. Wow, we got some super chats here. All super chats go to the septic tank fund. Adam Smith von Hayek for five bucks. Would Cappy rather work in finance report to a dude bro with an MBA from the Carlson School of Management or date a feminist single mom fatty environmentalist? Um, I'd rather date a single mom. Uh, because I, I don't I wouldn't be dependent on my finances. I wouldn't get my paycheck from her. And then I just would dump her or not go out with her. Both are, are not acceptable, but one is is more permanent than the other. The other one is I just like, ah, oh, we're breaking up. Bye. Laughing Lark for five bucks. SNW Smith and Western Retirement plan for Cappy on response to previous options. It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I probably will go out like that. <laughs> TJ Aftershock, dude, bro. I met Mitzi from Edina with her social work degree. We both headed to Vegas with my bros, Thaddeus and Chad, to get bottle service at the strip. Did you go to, oh, what was the, what were the two new ones? The Aria and the Cosmopolitan. I, they make money hand over. I'm not criticizing them. It's more of a reflection upon society. They're like, we're going to the cosmopolitan and hanging out with my girlfriends. Don't worry. When you guys get older, you'll realize just what a waste of time going out nightclubbing is. <clears throat> Though that is dying, I guess. It is dying. Wisconsin Nomad for two bucks. This is the best video you have ever done, Aaron. Thanks. Have you have you listened to all 3,000 videos to know for sure, huh? Thank you. I do appreciate that. It truth has an amazing correlation with quality for the for the intellectually honest mind. Accounting bites, dating apps are used for validation, not dates. Yes. And we maybe as an addendum or a side note to any of you young men out there, um, most girls, and then we saw this evidence, you know, I should probably put this 70 days on my you guys can look it up. Look it up. 117 days on my dating profile. All those girls that just wasted his time out of the matches to get emails exchanged back and then stop. They're just using it. They're attention vampires. They're attention black holes. They just suck attention. And you don't think that costs you anything, especially when you're younger because you have so much energy. But you're, you keep, it's not like you're giving an actual money or currency, but you are giving your time and somewhat of a little bit of concern or care. Just a little bit. You're not like, I'm in, I'm in love. I'm going to marry her. You're like, yeah, yeah. That time could be spent doing other things, man. Worrying about other things. You know, read the book, uh, How to Manage Your Fs. It's not Fs. It's all little micro Fs that you're giving and giving and giving. It is a currency. And you can, you can drastically improve yourself and have a much better life if you invest those Fs into yourself. And you have a higher chance of meeting the girls up. Uh, Scott Lukey, five bucks. The dating apps are rigged to be against men from the start. It's it's limits. It limits your number of people you can like and limits people who see you. Yes. Yes, Scott. Dating apps are. Look, they got to manage the nine to one ratio of men's uh, sexual appetite for women versus women's sexual appetite for men. It's always going to skew that way. Always. That is a, that is a, a, a biological real world fact. And you will see that baked into every aspect and, and uh, uh, facet of society. 
The competent man, two bucks. What percent of men do you estimate red pilled? Um, I did a number on that. Being the clever economist I am, it's called the red pill penetration rate. It's a little phallic. Um, and it was surprisingly optimistic because it's exponential growth. You go back 20 years, no one would dare say even half the stuff we're saying on the internet now. But now we got nothing to lose. Oh, 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 I might get kicked off of the Tinder dating app if I speak the truth. Oh, there goes my three in 16,500 chance. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing. Like, okay, I, I get, you could pick up bowling. You guys could be Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble going to the bowling. You could join the Water Buffalo Club. Ooh, ha, ha. Oh, wait, no. That was Finding Nemo. Ooh, ha, ha. <clears throat> the volcano fire. Uh, but a significant percent, 10%, I'd say, yeah. One in 10. Uh, another phenomenon I'm witnessing is older men who, happy wife, happy life. You know, whose dad told them that? Now they're waking up and they're like, you guys are right. <laughs> and they laugh because they're on the way out. They're about to dead. Uh, they're about to be dead. But you know what I think that's like? Here's a real masculine reference. All these old time boomer men. Um, if you've seen the movie, uh, uh, Dirty Ryan Scoundrels. Clint Eastwood, famous one. Ah! Good, the bad, and the ugly. They got the Union General or Captain. No, they got the Captain. And he's got a, he wants to blow up the bridge because that way, not only will he save his men's lives, but he he he's somewhat sympathetic towards the Confederates on the other side of the river. And they got to take that bridge. And he says, I'd love it if that bridge would be blown up. Well, the battle starts, and Tuco and um, uh, Blondie, Clint Eastwood character, they're on the uh, the Union side, and they're, they're just hiding and shell. Well, the captain takes a big shot, a, a mortal wound. He's not going to live. And they look at him, and they're like, let's give this man his last wish. They don't say that, but you know, this is what men do. It's honor. It's th- Again, this is why I don't try and sell things to women. <clears throat> so they go. There's body like there's they stop fighting and his body's all over the place and Tuco and Blondie go down and they rig the bridge and they blow it up and so the the captain doesn't see it but he hears the bridge blow up and they pan to him and he's on his side and he just smiles and then dies and I think that's what we're doing to these boomer guys our dads our grandfathers where they they didn't live they didn't get to see the bridge blown up but they knew it got blown up because man. All these, you gotta, as much as we may detest the boomers, those boomer men took it on the chin with divorce and the feminism. Those poor guys in the 70s, Harry down there. <clears throat> and it, it's kind of nice to see some old timers in my life, like, give me the, the you know, the little smile and just kind of laugh and like, God darn it, you were right. I'm like, yeah. And so it's like a nice little little send off, you know. I think we're I think us in the community are we making a different blah blah blah. Well, obviously we are. We can't not be. It's nature of of action. The mosquito farts, it technically does affect the, the atmosphere. It does. Uh <laughs> very microscopic level. Uh, but I think I think that's a good thing where like at least the truth got out. You know, we keep plugging it away. So I I'd say 10%. 
once you get 10%, it, at least the idea is introduced. I, the percent of people that are aware of red pill ideology and philosophy, 60, 70, 80%, soon to be 100. That's going to become very aware. Even the, the mainstream media does the work for us. Look at these crazy guys saying the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Oh, my gosh. They held women up to equal standards and told them to go code and major in STEM. Hurry. It's like, keep, keep. A-A-R-O-N. C-L-A-R-E-Y, not R-Y-E-Y. It's not Abagnale. It's not Abagnale. It's Abagnale. <clears throat> Noah Korea, five bucks. I think what's even more frustrating is when the girl leaves mid-conversation over the dating app text. I know for a fact she found some other guy. Yes, because men have nine times the second. There are nine times, nine times, nine times. Dang, I'm doing the old school references today. <clears throat> there's always another guy. There's, there's a group of other guys. Always. It's the nature of the warped sex drives. Men are nine times more interested in women than women are in men. And there's always going to be a guy there. Always. And that guy was just slightly cuter or slightly more edgy or whatever over you, Noah. And you don't take it personally. That's just nature. I think that's another lesson we can all take. Don't, my goodness, three out of 16,500, you'd probably de be depressed if you thought that was a reflection upon you. It's not you. It is not you, guys. It's nature. That's what it is. Uh, oh, we had Ryan Annis. Hopefully I didn't lose him. Otherwise, I'll have to go back and log in. Here we go. Ryan Annis. Did we get? <clears throat> there we are. $10. Dating marriage used to be like walking through a field of brambles for a Wait. Dating and marriage used to be like walking through a field of brambles for a bag of gold coins. Now it's like walking across a minefield for a Toblerone. <laughs> That's good. You come up with that yourself, right? That's good. That's... <laughs> What's brambles? Is that just brush? It's like walking across a minefield for a Toblerone. A whole Toblerone? You give it that much? I think it'd be like a Trisket. Would it just be a Trisket? <laughs> a Toblerone. Uh, Adam Smith von Hayek. I slept with a gal from grade school. Facebook engaged. Uh, okay, she's engaged. Good for her. I, I'm I hope she does well. I, I don't know why. Why, why would you care? Why would you be happy for her? Sings the blues. This looks like a new guy. Five bucks. Stopped online dating in 2017. Learned at 19 it was a scam. Smart kid. See, this is what I hope to do. Get other 19 years old, 19 year olds to stop wasting the next five years of their life doing this. Just, just do jujitsu, crochet, paint. It could be crappy paintings. It doesn't matter. Paint. Go do some. Have conversations with your buddies. Fish. The thing I want to get into. Require me to go to a different time. I just like to look at architecture. Anything, anything. Learned at 19, it was a scam. I do much better outfield. Definitely going to interview you in 2021, man. Oh, thanks. What, the, what was the... I got an interview tomorrow. Journey trials enjoy five bucks. Will this economic situation work in favor of men or women? It's, I think it's going to be pros and cons to both. Um, 
as women are more, and it's not even that they're empowered. It's it's just the natural remove feminism, politics, anything aside from it. The economy has metamorphosized, changed to where it's not just physical labor anymore that's in demand. Matter of fact, we've automated a lot of our heavy. You know, you look at farms; it's just the farmer, and heck, even the the tractors are are piloted automatic by satellite now. Uh, so there, it's no longer a labor-intensive economy we have. It, it requires intelligence and skills and thought. And since women are okay, – I know you guys aren't going to believe it, but since women are capable of intelligence, skills, and thought and lack the physical strength men do, this has opened up a whole world of, of, of jobs to women. Uh, so there's more economic opportunity for women. That's good. I, I would argue it's good. I like to see women make more money. I like to see them have trade skills, Careers, as long as it's in STEM. Not, I'm going to play patty cake with kindergartners with my master's degree. I am so changing life. No, you're a babysitter. Shut the F up. <clears throat> but this has made everyone's jobs and lives a lot easier. Um, that's good. But it's, it's, it's kind of warped the balance of the sexes now. Women were more or less de- economically dependent upon men. Now, I'd like women to voluntarily fall in love with men and spend time with them. But that's, that's a different thing. Um, but with women wanting to work, and now women have voted disproportionately to basically make the state, the government, the ultimate guarantor of their uh, standards of living, health, wealth, income, food, clothing, shelter, their necessities. Uh, men have lost agency, purpose, and reason in the world. And I think that's, that's a lot of reason why men are depressed and sad because – for 2 million years, you've been biological program for this particular role. And now women have voted like, well, we don't need that anymore. Like, Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> you know, you, you go do something else, but there's a, a psychological pain, a existential pain, a, a depression. I think dep- well, depression is certainly up suicide. Certainly, up, but I think you're going to see it for both men and women, but <clears throat> that's a, a drawback. But then the positive for men is like, well, let women pay taxes. And, and you see that with men dropping out, they're doing the, the, uh, oh, what's his name? Steve Martin, Michael Caine from Dirt Rotten Scoundrels. Like I say, it's time for a change. I say, let them take care of us for a while. And that's kind of happening where these gals are just knocking themselves out to get master's degree and be career girl and all be Sheryl Sandberg. And I know he say, but I want to fall in love with you and, and spend time with you. And have kids potentially with you. No, I come first. Women empire. You're a patriarchy oppressor. Whatever. Okay, bye. Um, the the upside. There's always balance, guys. Always bad. There's no bad without something good happening. It, it just can't happen in the universe. The upside is well, they're paying taxes, and and now men can just do what they want. And you see that. Um, a lot of guys like just you know they go play the video games. They go on EBT. I got I got depression and, and autism. And girls voted in all the social programs. Oh, you need disability. Here's money. Okay, thanks. Bye. Have fun working. <laughs> um, <clears throat> some of them are, they work, but they're not. You know, I, I like to use Chris Beckloff as a perfect example. He's a much more deep philosopher than you would think. Chris Beckloff is perfectly capable of making six figures, being a good man. Well, he is a good man. Being a good father, a good husband. But why, why would he put the effort into that? Uh, he, I think he works at a box factory or something. He just works at some factory. He makes his $12, $15 an hour. And him and his dad just are, are, um, are roommates, and they just chill out their house, and, and he has a nice, simple life. 
his he's he's only operating at twenty percent his economic productive capacity, but it's his choice. He has leisure, but he still has access to a first world kind. The roads are fine. He has a car. He eats. He's not starving. It's not nineteen oh two. Oh, the electricity went out again. That electricity, that newfangled electricity thing doesn't work. He's got the internet. Um, you know why? Why knock yourself out? And then women could, and whatever your criticisms may be about feminism, women now get to explore this. I think they're on their third or fourth generation of well, let's explore what it's like to be men. Let us be independent women. Let us no longer be dependent upon men. Let's try. Let's as humanity try an experiment where the government is the final supporter and arbiter of all things where the government will raise your children. The government will guarantee your, your um, standard of living. You don't need men. Maybe you don't see where this goes, but there's a drawback and you can read what lurks in the minds of women. Who cares? Uh, but why can't I find a man? Where have all the good men gone? Blah, 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 And it's, it, it, and I don't need to go over it. But there's a psychological cost there where, you know, they're freezing their eggs now. They're so, it's so late and so delusional they're freezing their eggs. But, and and that's an economic drawback or psychological cost to women where maybe you did just want to be a stay-at-home wife with a, with a nice husband and some kids. Well, that's too late. You, you chose that. So if I had, from a purely economic perspective, I think it's going to benefit men more simply because men are working less and women are just charging that careers professional field. And we've tried to tell them, Hey, work sucks, man. I'd, I'd rather you really want to just, and well, they got to figure that out for themselves. Let them, let them go. And maybe we just put our feet up on the table for a bit. And okay, no, you girls, you, you take command. You lead the country. You go in the position, you sit in the five hour board meetings. You go sit in the, you know, you go commute, you go get your master's degree, you go park, you, you walk 10 blocks to the office, you do the power lunches. I, yeah, I'll stay home and take care of the kids. Sure. Or since we're not having kids, I guess I'll just stay at home and do, I'll do this dumb internet. I'll be a podcaster. <laughs> What's great is guys, here's another thing. Guys are better minimalists. We could get by in a fraction of the money, a fraction uh, so I th I think you're not going to be happy. You'll be sad. You'll you'll want to. I mean, and this is where I, I admit the human side. I'm not like, oh man, ah, the he man woman she she girl hater club. What what do they do in the little rascals? The she man woman hater club or something like that. It's not guys. Yeah, we wanted to spread our seed. We wanted to play. Yeah, but inevitably they wanted to fall in love, get a nice wife to support them. And they most guys would have supported you, girl. They try their damnedest. That that is no longer the case. And I know, men, that depresses you and it makes you sad. And you'd really like to have that. And you're you're genetically compelled to do it. But as I've said before in another video, I forget which one. Wife and kids are not on the menu for your generation. I'm sorry. And if you don't believe it, go buy the book of numbers now. The link is down below. Read it. It, <clears throat> it doesn't make the pain go away, but it at least gets rid of the confusion. If you're divorced, and you're like, what the heck just happened? And you're depressed and sad. Read the book. It's not, it's not going to change the fact you're divorced or the, the gal got possession of the kids and you got to pay alimony, but it explains it. So at least, you know, you're like, there's nothing else I could have done. It's not, I don't like 
saying, oh, it's not your fault. But you look at the numbers, it ain't your fault. And if you wish to practice stoicism and exercise this well, <clears throat> you say, okay, it's not my fault. So at least we take away the worry. You stop worrying about it. Ooh, could I take, I mean, come on, guys. Remember, maybe some of the older guys remember, like you'd, you'd replay how you approached a girl. You went on a date. Well, could I have done this different? Could I have done that different? What, that, that? And you go through these anal retentive analyses of, did I wear the right shoes? And now I, I think the modern day uh, version of that is, did I post the right picture? Was it the right filter? <sighs> guys, frankly, we're too damn valuable for that. I don't mean, like, girlfriend, you so, no, like you're going to die. We're here now. I am never wasting, you know, I catch, I catch guff a little bit, although most people are like, where I'm very pro uh, ladies of the evening, I'm very pro the seeking arrangement because it, it's all transactional anyway, uh, because my, I value my time. For, I'm not going back. Do I put on this shirt? Do I put on that? What cologne do I wear? I, no, no. I got to get professional photos done. I, I, no, no, I'm I'm hopping on the motorcycle and riding off into the sunset. I am making my life count. And you guys have got to, and I'm trying to basically get you to forgive yourself with this book, to read it. And like, we stood no shot, All right? There was no freaking hope. There was a chance. There was a chance. And all the numbers and statistics will tell you what your chances are. But there was no hope. All right? And instead of... Could I have done so? Would I have? Could we have? A, what have I did? All this, this torture you put yourself through. Had I just done X instead of Y back in 1997, then Amy Sue would have gone to the hip hop uh, dance parade. No, it wasn't. It was not. It was never in your control. Let go. Free yourself. Stop wasting your precious seconds of lives and mental energy, torturing yourself with it. Live. Be free, at least mentally. I'm sure you still got to pay the alimony out. I'm sure you still got to pay the child support. But you can at least free your mind of it. Link down below. Wisconsin nomad, be a moth, man. Let women come to you like a light. I, you're going to have to become a top 20% man. And as an old, beleaguered, tired man who I was at once a top 20%, I was once a top 5% man. Well, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Uh, Jewish lip gals often have cats. Why? Well, forget. I don't know. Do they? I mean, I'm quarter Jewish, but I, I didn't notice any of my family member on that side having cats. No, in fact, my family had cats. I, I would say liberal gals have cats. I don't think it's it's relegated to religion. Hey, our buddy Dave Little, regular guy, five bucks. No more dating apps. I chose to enjoy a movie cigar with Jim Beam and Cook. There we go. All right, Dave. That's what I'm – I had a buddy. I still have a buddy. This is 10 years ago, and this guy was way ahead of the curve. He had a scotch. He says, you know why I like about this scotch? I said, what's that? He says, it's a known quantity. When I drink this, it's going to burn my throat. It's going to warm my belly. Give me a little bit of a buzz. I'm going to enjoy it. For the 12 bucks of this scotch or whatever it was back then, if I want to spend that, on, there's no guarantee. And he's like, he's like, this is a high quality corporate bond. I know it's going to pay. It's going to pay a dividend or an interest rate that I am agreeing to. It's going to pay an eight or 9% interest rate. <clears throat> I don't have to worry about spilling it or wasting it. He says, resources spent on it. There's no guarantee. 
It's like options trading. You know, there, there's no, it's very, very high risk, no guaranteed rate of return. And uh, you, you made a conservative investment, sir. You had, you had a guaranteed rate of return. Uh, Sally, there are so many di diminishing returns these days. Yes. Thank you, David. Dave is, uh, Amy, I think to become an accountant, but uh, obviously you must've had uh, some economics training there. DJ Aftershock, five bucks. Do bro. Have I, I have an idea for a FinTech bidnaz. I don't know how to do it though. Best thing is the squares and nerds work for us and we make the money. I'm kind of the idea guy. We caught up. Adam P for two bucks. What do you think of the paralegal profession? It's flooded. I mean, it's it's a real thing. If you're gonna put the two years in, why 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 are you aiming so low? Is what I'm saying. Like, go get your IQ tested. What, what, first, what are you capable of? So I wrote the book, Curse of the High IQ. By the way, get that book too, Curse of the High IQ. Know how intelligent you are. Know what you're capable of. Now, if you've taken an IQ test and you're like 85, yeah, okay, that's about the best I think you could do. You know, get a little education, a little, <clears throat> but don't expect to make more than 40, 50 grand, I guess, in today's dollars. But if you go take an IQ test and you come out at 130, well, I think you're wasting a brain, frankly. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with paralegals. They're, they're needed. They're necessary. But I'd, I'd be, you know, what do you want? What are you capable of? Step one, what am I capable of? Take the IQ test. Read the book, Curse of the High IQ. Step two, what can I do with this IQ? Step three, what do I want to do with this IQ? There you go. I caught up. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those drawings scrolling. Right. Move them out, head them in. Hit them in, move them out. Oh, I missed one. Uh, Wisconsin Nomad. I don't check this app very often. <laughs> yeah, for those any of you who are new, um, I had to go through, uh, for the research, I went through 900 dating profiles on, um, on Match. Buddy of mine gave me his Match. Because you hear the cliches. I'm like, nah, it can't, can't be that bad. And I went through 900 profiles, and it's all true. It's not shtick. It's not just, oh, look at this crazy girl's profile. They're all like that. Wow, you like to travel? Holy cow, like no one else had that on their, <clears throat> on their dating profile. You must be really unique. Yeah, and they're just... Did you know that their children are their life and all children are amazing? No morons, no average kids. Every single mom's child, amazing. Like Moses himself brought the child down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments. Here's a child. It's amazing. Created by God himself. By the way, here's 10 rules no one's going to follow. Why is that a gold cow? Any Bible history people? Ah. Wisconsin Nomad, five bucks. No meaningful relationships with male friends these days, too, because they are too busy chasing peace leave. <laughs> What's the worst? That's the worst, the most depressing part. Yeah, well, that's how they're programmed. Wait till you get older, Wisconsin Nomad. You'll always have your guys, and then they'll all get married, or they'll just get jobs. And then they're married to good women, too. Then they get the kids. Then the women change on them, and I've seen it. Because I've been friends with couples before they were married, with both the male and the female, good friends. And then all of a sudden, oh, no. 
Bob can't go out with you. I mean, it's, it's literally like being 1986 all over again. Oh, no, Aaron. Bob can't come out and play with you. Why not? He's 46. I'm 44. What, what do you mean he can't come out? Well, it's very busy. <clears throat> Love you guys to know my pot hanging story, right? The pot rack hanging story. Ask my buddy to go get a beer. Let me ask. And he could hear the background. Me, 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 me. Oh, fuck. Freaking ha of a wife. And I just heard Clary. Clary! I can't go because you gotta hang a pot rack. And everyone's just like, what? What? Did 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 you just say you had to hang a pot rack? Well, we've been meaning to do it for a lot. And I knew, I mean, the friendship was over. It was done. There's no, even if we're friendly and I like the guy, love him as a brother even. If I can't hang out with him, there's no friendship. There's no relationship there. And so just so you, so you know, Wisconsin Nomad, what's coming down the pike or pipe? I like pipe. It's coming down the pipe. Is uh, they will get into the routine. The wife will change. And then his time is also her time. And she has to approve whether you can go out and da-da-da-da-da and this and that and that and this. And then you just, you ain't got no friend. I'm, I've literally driven across the country. I'm like, ah, I can't wait to see Jim. Ah, good buddy Jim. Oh, and I like his wife, Kelly. It's not the real names. And, oh, well, we can't have you. Well, we're kind of working on stuff. I'm like, am I the Eddie Haskell of the modern day era? Like the couch surfing Eddie Haskell and just all the wives hate my guts. And I don't, I take the husbands away. We get a drink or a cigar, and I drop them back off at Wifey Poo Daycare. I didn't instill communism in the man's thoughts. Get used to it. That's, that's what's happening. Any old man will tell you that. Soren Kierkegaard, good uh, Scandinavian guy. I know, maybe he's the most evil Scandinavian guy. I don't know. I don't know Soren personally. Yes, exactly. My father died in my arms last night. Oh, travel, philosophy, fishing, hiking, friends, focus on joy, let go of everything else. Good. Oh, man, I'm sorry your dad died. Hey, on the positive side, and this is a serious positive side, you, he died in your arms. He'd want to go that way. That's a way to go, man. Most people die alone, but he, he died in your arms. That's good. I'm sorry, man. We should all go have a drink for Soren and his dad. <clears throat> If I missed your super chat, don't worry. I do miss super chats. Go through the archive. You know. Adam Smith von Hyatt for five bucks. My date started out well. We did a rumpleman. And by chance, the beer I got her was her favorite. Then she said, climate chain nonstop. They're all drones. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. If you want my honest opinion, yes. Looking at the 900 profiles, read the book. I go through it. I go through all the different data and statistics. I delved into it, and I'm like, well, there was another guy. He came out with his own study. It was like a, it got kicked off of Reddit, but it was one of those infographs, and he dated, I don't know, a 1,000 girls or asked out a 1,000, and this percent that, that percent this, this percent talked about their kids. This percent me didn't mention they had kids until the date. Um, but there was three, 
maybe just shy of 3% that didn't have any major deal breakers. This didn't mean they were interesting. or It's just like, okay, she, she didn't mention bipolar episodes. She's physically attractive enough. Um, but no, they, they are NPCs. It is, it is, you know, where, where'd Chappie go? <clears throat> Did I lose Chappie? I guess I got you. We're going to have to go with dice. This six-sided die has more sentient intellectual thought and individuality than, than most of the dating profiles I saw. I mean, yeah. And she, why would you bring up climate change on a first date? Why? Have fun. Relax. Leave that work at home. Leave the ba- Let's go have fun. Let's play the dance where never let I get to play with your boobies. But you say, no, I want you to work for it. Ooh, playful. Ooh. Now watch that. that that's creepy. Uh, but yeah, most of them are. Most of the guys are too. So, I mean, this is, but I don't date guys. Guardian Knight for 10 generous dollars. You think, man, that understand the numbers and statistics or some other reason on dating are going, are we going against our nature or evolving from it? You're, well, you're always evolving. You're always changing from your original nature. I mean, that's the definition of evolving is changing, hopefully, ideally for the better. Um, so in that sense, you're kind of going against your nature. Uh, you think, man, that understands the numbers there are there on dating. Uh, I, I don't understand the question, guys. You got You think, man, that understand the numbers and statistics or some other reason on dating. Are we going against a, I, I think the environment is temporary and fleeting with this, where the government takes care of everything because um, governments come and go. Um, we're going against our biological natures most de- definitely. The past 50 years, we we got some crazy social theories written by 60s feminists and a bunch of low-T uh, uh, social science dudes. Let's change the entire global world about it. <clears throat> oh, did you know divorces and white kids are dysfunctional without their fathers? Um, We'll go back to normal. We will. Because this, this, in my opinion, it's not sustainable. It won't, it won't sustain. Uh, but my numbers are trying to introduce men to wake up like, hey, now is not your time. Or, or it could be your time, but you're going to have to play it very differently. And lower your expectations. DJ Aftershock, two bucks. Don't work out. Women will like you for you. Yes. Just being, I just want a nice guy who listens and is sweet. Bull Rush for 556. <clears throat> Listening to Clary drinking coffee from my Corona Chan mug with the tiny handle. Yes. Yes. He is one of the few to get the, uh, the Corona Chan mug. And Bull Rush is a bigger guy, so his fingers barely fit into the handle. Look how small it is. I'm like, how small the mug is? How about how big you are? We'll get big mugs. Tactical Monkey RP, five bucks. Will you ever be on 21 convention with all the other red pill dudes? Uh, probably not. Um, I, I go with the rule zero guys. Um, no, I, I'm, I, I'm burnt out. Um, uh, with all the seminars and, and all that, I, I really, 2021 is going to be a break for me. Even this was supposed to be a 10-minute video, and already it's an hour. Uh, Ian asked for two British pounds. Happy Christmas, old cap. Oh, thank you, Ian. Uh, Ian. I guess, uh, what, your buddy Boris Johnson won't let any of you have Christmas over there, huh? I knew there was a reason we fought a, a revolutionary war against you guys. 
Wisconsin Nomad Two Bucks spending time with my 95-year-old World War II grandpa and not the girl suck. Good for you. Hey, uh, Wisco, uh, can you send me a picture? I won't share it with no one. Can you email that to me? That'd be pretty cool. See your grandpa. My grandma's still alive. I got to go visit her later today. I got her Godiva chocolates and, and, and flowers. Because uh, everyone was like, well, get a wreath. A wreath. That can't eat a wreath. Here's the flowers. These are the pretty. But here's the chocolates. These are good. I am Smith von Hyke. Maybe I could try conservative conferences to be. No, 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 no. Read the book, Adam. Before you spend the $200 to go to a conservative conference in gas and hotel and, and lodging and, and fees, just go spend, I think, the 17 bucks. That's the pricey end. Kindle's cheaper. On the book of numbers, analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. Just, just go do that, Adam. Swalu Blue, regular guy, two bucks. How to make a website, programmer, builder. You got me. I use WordPress. I think we're caught up. All right, there you go. All right, uh, thank you for all the very kind and generous donations. I appreciate it. Um, the link to the book is down below. It's called The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women. It's very mathematical and clinical. There is some instruction. I would also recommend you consider getting this book, which is a little bit more instructional. Um, <clears throat> but obviously, you buy my book first, and then you charitably, kindly, and, oh, he's a nice Canadian. Let's make the Canadian feel nice. Then you get this one, all right? The only reason I don't plug, I don't have my own book here is because there's been delays in delivery. Otherwise, I'd just, like, get Rich's book out of here. DJ Aftershock, two bucks. You couldn't get the girls since you were only 5'8". No, I, I did get the girls. I just couldn't keep them around. I had that phenomenon. That was, that was I was very good on the first two, three dates. And then most gals would, well, I, can't, I don't know. It was always, they always begrudgingly left. I'm like, wow, I thought we were having a good time. Well, you do. But, uh, and they never said, you're short and I want a taller guy. Yeah. That's, they never say it because that would require courage. All right, more videos coming up maybe later this afternoon. I do got to go see my grandma. All right, see you guys later. Toodles.